Welcome to the Speak In Flow podcast. Let's unleash your leadership voice. Listen in to the untold stories of high-performing leaders where they will reveal their golden takeaways to help you become fearless communicators and fast-track your career. Join us for the journey. Do you want to be an influential leader? A leader that makes a lasting impact. A leader that delivers presentations with flow, with ease, and with memorability. If you do, then you need to include stories. I encourage you to build your skill of telling stories. It matters. Stories are your experiences. Yes, your presentations do need to include facts. They need to include visuals. Don't forget to layer in the stories. When I say this to leaders sometimes, they will often tell me, well, I don't want to include fluff in my presentation. Story seems like I'm beating the bush and I'm just including fluff. That's some resistance there. That is um, a way of repelling and not trying to build this powerful skill. If you listen to every orator, powerful, great orator, they are including visuals, stories, details that tug at us, details that bring a multi-sensory effect. And in a couple of episodes back, I did a series, a whole series on how to include visuals, sound, smell, and touch within your stories. Then it brings out your your lesson. It brings out what you've learned. And it also connects you to the audience because you're sharing a meaningful experience. And then you could tie it to a lesson, tie it to a new perspective that you want them to see. So I encourage you to go back and revisit those episodes. But the reason why I'm saying this, because I want us to be that leader. If you're the leader that commands, in your presentations, you give only the facts and you tell people what to do, then so be it. Is that the leader you want to be? It, it could be a time and place for that type of style and approach. So I, it behooves you to understand, is that the type, the time and approach that I need as a leader right now? Facts, go forth and do. Or for the most part, we don't, we don't have to be that way. For the most part, most of our timelines and sense of urgency requires that we inspire our audience and motivate them. We stir something up inside of them so that they go forth and conquer and move without you needing to demand anything, which means you include experiences and stories because it allows you to connect with the audience. Including the details and a multi-sensory effect doesn't mean you have to go overboard. Doesn't mean that you have to include a lot of fluff. It just could be very simple. Including the sense, the the aspect of sight, a visual within your story. You could set up your story at the beginning with a powerful visual to bring people in. And to do a visual, you go from large to small, right? There I am sitting in this gymnasium bright gymnasium, high ceilings. There's basketball hoops on either side of the court. 
and I'm in the bleachers amongst a large crowd, hundreds of people. So in your visual, you can go from large to small. I smell sneakers and sweat in the air from the running back and forth of the players. There's a sense of uh, smell, using smell, including smell. What am I smelling? My nephew, fourth grade nephew, is at the free throw line. They had been playing and it has been an intense game. They're at double OT. Like they are tied and they went into overtime twice and my nephew gets fouled. So he's at the free throw line. If he makes these shots, we win. He wins. It's a championship game. He grabs the ball, the tacky, smooth basketball. I can feel the reverb. Um, I can feel the bounce between his fingers. So including the sense of touch. When you include touch, you think about texture. You think about the shape or the temperature. Like including, I include texture, the shape, and the temper, uh, temperature I didn't include in the basketball. But you can feel the round, smooth, tacky basketball. So those are the aspects of touch. And then finally, he goes to shoot the ball. And he misses. Ah, the loud sigh from our audience of disappointment, of fear. A huge sigh rumbles in the audience. That's a uh, sound, including sound. Just describe the sound. Is it a whirring? Is it a sigh? Is it a thunder, loud thunderstorm rumbling? So using, and you can look up online, sound, how to describe sound, how to describe touch, how to describe a visual. So just get creative, but it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. So my nephew misses that first shot. This is his moment. He looks focused. He doesn't look bothered. He doesn't even look nervous. He dribbles a ball. He shoots the second one and he makes it. So the crowd goes wild. Everybody stands up and screams and people run out to the court. The team members run out to the court. They give him a high five and they hug him. He's the hero of the day. They win the championship with that one point. It was amazing. He was so focused, so present, and just like what we want to be and who we want to be in our talks, in our presentations, we want to stay focused, regardless of what is happening around us, the pressure, the fear. He just looked really calm, and he looked like he was present in the moment. And that's the opportunity that you can have when you're delivering your presentations, calm, present, focused connected to your audience. He was connected to that ball and that hoop. There's That ball was going into the hoop. So I want you to remember when you go out to deliver your presentation, you are connected to the audience. There's nothing else around you. And you're focused on problem solving. You're focused on what can you do to serve your audience? What can you do to connect to the audience? Keep asking yourself that question. And that is 
what you want to do. Shine a light on connection. Shine a light on speaking and flow and not thinking about every single word. It's more important that you connect. More important that you're focused and present with them. That is what matters. That is what inspires. Telling your stories from the heart, telling your experiences and using them to share what you learned. Right, that is actually the power of story. It's not because, oh, it's another tactic or it's another strategy. I mean, that's what we've done for for decades and and eons. That's how we pass our experiences and our lessons. That's what we do as humans. And so continue to do that. Continue to pass on your experiences and your stories that are matter, that are sacred. This is your life. And so why not share your stories in an impactful way that engages your audience, connects you to them, builds your trust, builds your credibility, and again, helps you make a lasting impression, helps you be memorable, be memorable as a leader, be memorable as a, be a, as a speaker. That is where we're going. That's the journey that we're on. If you're on board, continue to just reach out to me. Continue to listen to these episodes until I see you on the other side. I'm your sister in flow. Take care. Thanks for joining the conversation today. Are you curious on how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow? Come grab my free self-assessment at speakinflow.com forward slash assessment. This assessment only takes a couple minutes to fill out. You will get your results within five minutes. See how you measure up with your ability to speak in flow and an unshakable confidence. Take the assessment, click on the link in the comments, and I'll see you on the other side.